0: The following is another KXPN sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents High School Football. Proudly made possible in part by ESPN Tri-Cities Sports Club and our other sponsors you'll hear during our broadcast. Up next is the Hogemeyer Hybrid Pregame Show.
2: Good afternoon, Central Nebraska, and welcome to Elm Creek for this presentation of high school sports on ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Michael Shively, so glad you could be with us today as we prepare for playoff football. The eight-man ranks heading to the first round statewide playoffs right now. It is game number one of that, and we are getting ready here in the press box at Elm Creek, The Buffaloes coming off an 0-8 season a year ago post a 7-1 record this year. That got them a spot here in the Class D2 playoffs as the 5 seed, number 5 overall across the entire state. Meanwhile, their opponent is a mainstay in the Class D2 playoffs. So a team that struggled last year, that's having a great season, going against a stalwart in Mullen. The Broncos enter as the 12 seed. They are 4-4 four and four on the season. That's the situation tonight as we get ready for kickoff. This is your Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Checking out these brackets, it is 32 teams that make it in Class D2 and in Class D1. It's a statewide bracket, or rather an east-west bracket, excuse me, an east-west bracket in round number one. And then things break up and are reseeded statewide. So we don't know whoever wins tonight. We don't know what seed they will be next week we do know that next week's games will be on friday so thursday across the board in classes d1 and d2 tonight Next week it is Friday across the board. That is the extent of what we know. We will learn some tonight as the Buffaloes battle the Broncos in a battle of two quality programs and two football teams coming in expecting to win. Starting with the home team, Elm Creek at 7-1 and one under second year head coach Josh Rohde. Man what a turnaround it's been in just one season. He inherited a really quality program and then Injuries struck, and that's what you dread as a first-year head coach. Uh, uh, Well, as a head coach for the first time at a new school, you dread the injury bug, and that went rampant across the Elm Creek Buffaloes last season, contributed to a winless record in Class D1. This year, they're down in D2 and right at home. Started off the year with a home victory over South Loop, who is in the playoffs, uh, then ripped off... uh, Five straight wins following that. They did slip up against Twin Loop at home in their most recent home game. That was just a couple of weeks ago, a 14-30 to 30 defeat at the hands of Twin Loop. Finished off the season with a road victory at Ansley, Litchfield, 48-20. to 20. The statement win came in the middle of the season on the 16th of September against Central Valley, a team that finished the year 7-1, and one, a 52-48 to 48 Elm Creek victory. Meanwhile, the Mullen Broncos, uh, they've... Had a couple of points that were low points and some high moments throughout the season. Started the year with a win on the road at Medicine Valley, but lost their next two against playoff teams in Twin Loop and Sand Hills Valley. Sand Hills Valley, a Class D1 playoff team. But then three straight victories against Hyannis, Anselmo, Myrna, and Layton before a dip at the end of the year for the Broncos, pulling to South Loop and Sand Hills Thedford. So that's the situation as we get ready for this game. We're going to visit with both head coaches as we continue to prepare for a 5 o'clock scheduled kickoff. Uh, We'll visit with both Josh Rohde of Elm Creek and Wade Marsh of Mullen. Stick around, we have high school playoff football coming up soon. You're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right here on ESPN Tri-Cities.
1: Experience matters to us specializing in you
3: for over 80 years farm bureau financial services agents have built relationships with you one conversation at a time and we're as committed as ever to providing you with that level of service as part of your community we're here for you answering insurance questions and helping make sure your financial goals are on track i'm farm bureau associate mckinsey stop by our office or call me at 308-234-2222 farm bureau financial services it's your future let's protect it
2: Welcome back to coverage of high school football on ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Michael Shively, and we're building up to kickoff between Elm Creek and Mullen. Joining me now is Mullen Head Coach Wade Marsh. Uh, Coach, the, the first thing I think of when I see your schedule is, man, that was a tough road to get to 4-4. Four and four. You played lots of good teams this season. What was that like for your group to go up against top-notch competition nearly every week?
4: well it was a, a little tougher schedule and we knew when uh when schedules came out last year in district assignments we picked up south loop and we knew they were a team that was that was going to kind of be on the rise and uh twin loop is another team that struggled the last couple of years and we'd seen them at camp and and knew we were going to be in a dog fight with them early in the season they they've got a lot of older kids and some size and speed and, and coach Kozel does a heck of a job up there and so, so we knew those games would be tough. Um, Sandhill's Valley, we jumped up, played a D one there, right down the road, and and that's a game we kind of we led into the fourth quarter, twelve nothing, and, and kind of gave it away at the end, and 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 we play Sandhills-Tedford every year, and, and everybody kind of knows what they are too. So yeah, we had a we had a tough schedule, and had had a game or two slip away that we thought we probably could win, but uh, you know, I guess here we are, four and four, headed to playoffs
2: yep uh, and you won three in the row there in the middle of the season before dropping your last couple against some quality opponents uh, was was there something beyond just playing better teams that led to a couple of lopsided results at the end?
4: yeah I mean it was probably a step up in competition a little bit I, I like I said south loop I mean they're five and three I, I really think their teams going to surprise some people when they get into the playoffs they're they're big up front and fast, and and kind of gave us some fits on some stuff they did, and and beat us pretty handily. and And last week against Sandals sedford we we kind of gave them a short field too many times, and, and just got behind on that one. I mean, that was a twenty to six game at half, and we we felt like we were playing pretty well, and, and just kind of wore down and turned it over too
2: much. Well, this Mullen team has had a lot of success, uh, even in the postseason here in the last handful of years. Where's this team's confidence level heading into the playoffs?
4: I think I think it's pretty high. You know, I mean, we we know the teams we've lost to. They're all they're all playing this week too. Um, we didn't have a we didn't have a bad loss, and I think we handled those other games pretty handedly. But uh, I mean, our guys our guys know we can play play with a lot of teams, and we we don't have a lot of kids, but we thought we would match up match up well with uh, Elm Creek they want to line up and run the ball at you and maybe a little play action and And they play a defense fairly similar to what we play and I mean overall I, I thought we got a, a good match up for us and, and I think the kids are excited and ready to go
2: We're talking with Wade Marsh, head coach of Mullen, his team getting ready to take on Elm Creek here in the Class D2 playoffs. Uh, Coach, uh, your defense is led by Luke Durfee, more than 100 tackles. I was prepared to ask you about him, but now we find out he's not able to go. Who needs to step up in Luke's absence to help carry the defense?
4: Um, we'll, We'll hang our hat on our defensive line. That's kind of been our strength all year. Um, a lot of those tackles he's got's probably because the guys up front are keeping guys off of him. They're a middle linebacker. So, so Welsh, Danaire, um, Quanvig, Chase Gracie's been great in the, in the backfield. They're playing corner for us. He's our best cover guy, probably our most physical guy. Um, so those guys just got to step up a little bit and, and we'll work another one in there. And I'm not 100% sure who that'll probably be till Friday, but we're giving a couple kids a look and, and they've got to step up and play well in this absence.
2: Elm Creek's had a really good year. You do have some common opponents. What do you think of the Buffaloes?
4: Man, like I said, they look they look really physical up front. They like to, they like to kind of hang their hat and run on the ball. Um, four, their fullback. I mean, really, really physical kid. He, he runs hard. Looks like he's got some speed. Pretty good athlete. Um, five's a kid we've been focusing on. He's looks like he can throw the ball about 60 yards and and puts it in some pretty good spots and when he wants to pull it down and run he looks really elusive so that's that's kind of what we've been working on is is maintaining our pass rush lanes kind of keep him in the pocket as much as possible and and when we get a chance to hit those guys we got to wrap up and and get them down on contact
2: yeah you mentioned a few things there if you had to pick one key or if you do this thing well you like your chances in the fourth quarter what would you say is the key to victory
4: Stop Stop the run. I mean, that's what they thats what they want to do. Um, like I said, our strength is our defensive line. We're going to need those big guys up front to to play on their side of the line of scrimmage and, and stop the run and put them in some positions they, they maybe don't like as much, maybe trying to spread out and throw the ball. But we've, we've got to be physical up front, and, and that's, that's the key to, to victory for us.
2: Well, Coach, thanks for telling us a bit about your team. We're looking forward to the game.
4: All right, sounds good. Thanks for the coverage.
2: That's Wade Marsh, Head Coach Ed Mullen. Stick around, we have kickoff coming up soon on ESPN Tri-Cities.
0: This is Bob from b Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at BB and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go.
5: certified piedmontese beef real nebraska beef
2: coverage of high school football continues on espn tri-cities i'm michael shively and we're getting ready for the start of elm creek against mullen in the state football playoffs elm creek head coach josh Rody joins me now coach congrats on the great regular season you were winless last year seven and one this season I want to start by just asking how much fun it was for you and the players after this, uh, after the tough 2021, to have such a good regular season this year.
6: Oh yeah, we're definitely having a lot more fun this year, and you know, after what happened last year with all the injuries, not winning a game, I think it just made it that much sweeter to get everyone healthy, bounce back. We knew we had the talent to have a great season, and no, it's been great overall.
2: You mentioned injuries holding you back last year. What stands out is—is is that the most significant reason your group your group has been able to improve so dramatically, or are there other things they've done to to get better?
6: Well, that's it. Yep, yeah, keeping everyone healthy. You know, at a smaller school is always key, just because you won't have as much depth as when you get up to like the bigger schools. But you know, just their focus over the summer as well, as far as you know working on their bodies working on you know skills technique as far as everything that goes in the football it was just really awesome to see you know the senior leadership really take the reins and get those guys in there to you know refocus and you know just work on getting better every single day
2: you had a big signature win that was september 16th against central valley what was the key to getting that four-point victory against another really good opponent
6: (laughs) Well, gosh, at the time it felt like just outlasted them because both offenses were so dialed in. Um, And they're a super talented team, and we knew they would be, and they've shown it ever since then. But uh, it was the first game that we'd really been tested as far as from a physicality standpoint. and They got some great players over there, obviously. You know, Xander Wolf kid is a heck of a player. But, I mean, just the guys showing the resilience they did to battle through. Not give up, even though you know it was looking pretty grim there for a little bit. When we're 40 plus yards away from the end zone and there's three seconds left, so <laughs> ability to dig deep, keep pushing and fight until the clock hits zero was, you know, I think big for a team, and then something we can carry into the rest of the season as well.
2: We're talking with Josh Rohde, head coach at Elm Creek, his team getting ready to take on Mullen here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Talking about the, the moment now, Coach, what's the team's mindset here heading into the playoffs?
6: You know, they're doing really well as far as, and this has been the big thing with them too, not patting themselves up on the back after a win and just continuing to push each other, compete every day in practice. Um, I like how we've done this week, you know, especially coming off, I know it's been a couple of weeks now, but the twin loop loss was our first one of the year, and the ability to bounce back from that, got to win against Anthony Litchfield, and then kind of get rolling again, still pushing each other, and, you know, ready to get the playoffs started right.
2: Looking at uh, some individuals here, fullback Carter Erickson, he leads the team in rushing yards and receiving yards. What enables him to be such a playmaker?
6: Carter's hes a great leader. He's a great kid. He works his butt off, um, and he's just an overall great athlete as well. Um, I mean, just watch them. He fights for every single yard. You know, our O-line does a great job, but... Even when guys have him wrapped up, he does a great job keeping his legs going. Uh, he got great hands. He's just a great weapon to have.
2: Your opponent is Mullen. That's another really quality program. They're used to being in the playoffs. What do you need to do to stop the Broncos?
6: Yeah, absolutely. They're they're used to this. Just kind of like an Elm Creek is. They're always in the playoffs. They always expect to be here. And it just feels like you know a classic Mullen team that I've seen before. They. Very tough kids, very physical. they got good size up front. Um, We just need to uh, match that physicality, play aggressive, and we'll have a good day.
2: Coach, thanks for telling us a little bit about your team. Best of luck.
6: Thank you. Appreciate it.
2: That's Josh Rohde, head coach at Elm Creek. Stick around. We have kickoff coming up soon on ESPN Tri-Cities.
5: This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek.
7: Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank.
2: Welcome back here to Elm Creek. Michael Shively with you, ESPN Tri-Cities. We're getting ready for the Class D-2 playoffs. Elm Creek playing host to Mullen, your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the home team, the Elm Creek Buffalo starting offense at running back Carter Erickson, the 6 foot 1 senior Bo Knapp is the starting quarterback, 6 foot 175 pound 12th grader. Nick Brummels plays tight end, he's a 6 foot 2 junior. Trent Watkins, a 5 foot 11 inch senior playing tight end. Jackson Smith, the starting running back, a 5' 6 junior. Shea Hubbard starts at tight end, a 6 foot senior. Dylan Carr starts along the offensive line, he's a 6 foot senior. Differences on the defensive side. Brody Schopke is in the starting lineup at D-line, a sophomore, and Cade Sint will start at safety. For the visitors from Mullen, Chase Gracie is the quarterback, a junior. Justin French plays running back. He's a sophomore. Eli Paxton, the starting fullback, is a senior. James Kessler, a tight end and a junior. Isaac Welch, Deacon Denayer, and Tel Quanvig are the linemen. Ethan Harden at tight end. We'll take a break for the National Anthem. When we return, it's time for kickoff in Class D2 playoff football. Elm Creek and Mullen on the other side.
8: Hi, this is Stacy from Builders in Carney and Grand Island. Get ex- Expert advice from certified specialists at Builders, whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck area athletes.
10: Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC DBA, currency pursuant to CFL License 60DB0 54873.
11: CHS Agri Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Doverton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
2: Michael Shively with you, Elm Creek, Nebraska, the site of tonight's playoff matchup in Class D. Two number five Elm Creek at seven and one, number twelve Mullen, at four and four. You can feel the energy building. It's an early kickoff. Uh, you're all kickoff times all over the place as everyone battles for officials, battles to get games in, and uh, excited to be with you right now. It is. Perfect. If anything, a little bit warm, and if we're going to air on any side, let's air on that side this playoffs. It is 78 degrees here today on October 20th in central Nebraska. Wind, uh, not a huge factor, about 10 miles an hour coming out of the west, Uh, so this north-south field that will be blowing a little bit right to left as I view it from the press box. The elevator, the grain elevator in the distance uh, imposing itself here over Elm Creek and during harvest season. Big shout out to everybody out hauling grain, out harvesting right now. Glad you're with us to listen to some high school playoff football. Elm Creek wearing navy uniforms with gold numerals, white trim. Mullen in black pants, white tops, black numerals with yellow trim and yellow helmets. Pretty clean look on both ends of things ready to kick it away for elm creek dylan carr the six foot 250 pounder has the ball teed up at the 30. the end over end kick is sailing right to left and into the end zone for a touchback mullen will get the football first we would be remiss to not mention some mullen injuries coming into today Uh, Mr. Durfee, that's Luke Durfee, is out. He is a starting running back and linebacker for this team, a junior 165-pounder with more than 100 tackles on the season. Also plays a big role on the running game. He is out, and one of the Quanvig boys is also out. So there are some significant injuries for Mullen, something Elm Creek knows a little bit about from last season, but the Buffalo is mostly healthy today. I-formation on the first snap and nowhere to go for the ball carrier for uh, Mullen, it was Justin French. Dylan Carr able to stack him up for a loss of two on first down. So French is in the starting lineup today at running back, came in with just 32 carries for 189 yards and three touchdowns. That's compared to Durfee who entered with 50 carries for 265 yards and five touchdowns. So there is a difference at that running back spot. Out of the shotgun, but with two backs in there, no wide receivers. It's Chase Gracie, the starting quarterback for Mullen, bullying his way up to the 15-yard line. So that's back to the original line of scrimmage, getting just a couple yards. Gracie, the junior quarterback for head coach Wade Marsh. Gracie, a 180-pound junior. In terms of the passing game, he's 35 of 83 on this season for 410 yards five touchdowns eight picks just a 42 percent completion percentage and this is what you would think of as a passing down third down and 10 from their own 15 yard line out of the eye dropping back to throw gracie rolling to his right pointing to receivers running out of room and throwing it out of bounds he was near the line of scrimmage he might have eh, he was still a couple yards behind it when he threw it away But uh, throws that one away wisely. Nobody open downfield and three and out for the Mullen Broncos. Elm Creek gets the start that they want. Deep for the Buffaloes is Jackson Smith, the electric junior running back. We'll take this one. Only a minute 23 coming off the clock on the first drive for Mullen. Snap back, right-footed kick from Gracie is towering but doesn't have much distance. It takes an Elm Creek bounce backwards and out of bounds. That was a six-yard punt. A tough start for the Mullen Broncos traveling from the Nebraska Sandhills here to Buffalo County. And Elm Creek going to set up shop in Mullen territory at the 23-yard line. Great field position for the Buffalos. In a scoreless first quarter so far, 10 29 remaining, just 131 off the clock, and the Buffalo offense trots out there. Their starting quarterback is Bo Knapp, a 6 foot, 175 pound junior, and he goes under center for snap number one out of the eye. The ball on the right hash for Elm Creek. The 7 and 1 Buffaloes handoff to the fullback on the first play. He fights forward and is stacked up by a host of white jerseys. Carter Erickson gets to the 20. That's a gain of four. Expect to hear Carter Erickson's game often, or name rather, often this game. Erickson, 86 carries for 732 yards, 12 touchdowns over eight games, averaging eight and a half yards per tote, and more than 90 rushing yards per contest. Back to the eye on second and six It's a handoff to the running back stretch play nowhere to go. Justin French playing for the injured Durfee streaks in and brings down Jackson Smith behind the line of scrimmage. He lost a yard and it's third down and seven for Elm Creek at the Mullen 22-yard line. Not a whole lot going on either offensive side so far. Through the air, Knapp is a 43% thrower with 10 touchdowns and 5 picks. He's dropping back to pass on third down, going deep, rising up to make the grab. The Buffaloes at the 2-yard line, connecting with Trent Watkins. Watkins goes up and grabs it for an 18-yard completion. Make that about a 19-yard completion to set up first down and goal. For Watkins, his seventh grab on the year, and that one was a standout catch. Had to high point that football. Two defenders in the area, one all over him, and he is slow to walk back. Landed pretty rough, did Watkins. He's perhaps just had his uh, his wind knocked out. He's getting talked to by the training staff on the sideline now, so a short delay before we get things back and rolling. First and goal from the two, for Elm Creek trying to open up the scoring in this class D2 first round playoff game. I formation, nap, tosses, left side, and easy way to stroll right on in for six. Isaiah Quintana has the score for Elm Creek. Quintana the five foot nine inch junior grabs the score from a couple yards out and they're ringing the bell in Elm Creek. For Quintana, just his seventh score of the season on his 68th carry. Gets Elm Creek in front. They will go for two. Taking advantage of that short field, 23 yards is all they needed to march on in. Out of the eye. Fake the toss, rolling to his right. Nap throws on the move, and a brilliant toss right into the gut of Watkins, who's back out there for the two-point effort. It's 8-0 Elm Creek. They're taking it to the Broncos early on on ESPN
5: Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new rapid care clinic.
2: to play, quarter number one. It's 8-0 Elm Creek on top of Mullen in high school playoff football. And the boot from Dylan Carr sails on into the end zone for another touchback. Tough start for the Mullen Broncos. They go three and out, don't manage any yards. Short punt, only a six-yard effort that set up Elm Creek at the 23 of Mullen. They converted on third and long on a 19-yard completion to Trent Watkins, then Isaiah Quintana runs it in from a couple yards out. The two-point conversion, good. It is eight zip. Out of the eye from the 15-yard line, dropping back to passes, Chase Gracie unloads to the right sideline. It's caught for a short gain. Tackle made by Carter Erickson on Justin French. He picked up maybe three yards, second down and seven coming up. So French being featured often here. Again, not the main player in the backfield throughout the season. Just a sophomore. 32 carries entering today. That was just his second reception of the season. He will need to have a huge game if Mullen is going to hang with the five-seed Elm Creek. Hand off to French, left side. Sheds his first group of tacklers. Then he's uh, put to the ground right at the 25. That's enough for a first down. Good six-yard gain. That barely got where he needed. So French able to get the first Moving the sticks handoff for Mullen this game. Folks, your field conditions are brought to you by Pioneer Seed representative Impact Ag Partners. Craig Wheatges and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Handoff on first and 10 and tripped up immediately. I believe the guy in there to make the stop was Brody Shopkey. Give no gain that time to Justin French. Grass field perfectly manicured it is gorgeous out there today uh, really looks like a quality grass field was walking on it there is some some spots that are, are a little bit patchy as happens in game number nine but a shout out to the crew that maintains this field it looks great second down and 10 another give out of the eye to French has a slight crease along the right side patient run before he's dropped down by Bo Knapp at the 32 so a pickup of uh, about six On second down for Justin French, third down and four looming. Your field conditions brought to you by Pioneer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with impact seed partners and pioneer seed science with service delivering success option play quarterback keeps and gracie eaten alive dylan carr there for the stop behind the line a loss of a yard it's fourth down and six for the mullen broncos at their own 29 yard line oh what a play by the big defensive lineman Dylan Carr, the 6-foot, 250-pound senior, was able to get off of his block immediately, was not phased by a fake pitch effort, and ate up the quarterback. Here's Gracie on to punt. Elm Creek wasn't sure if they're going to punt just now, sending a guy back. This one much better. And over-end kick. Takes a Mullen hop at the 25, rolls inside of the 15, and strolls out of bounds at the 12. So a much better punt that time by Chase Gracie, but still unable to get much uh, in terms of moving the football. Only got to about the 30. So with 6.20 remaining in quarter number one and an 8-0 lead, Elm Creek takes over possession of the football at their own 12-yard line. Took a third down conversion to get the ball and goal to go for Elm Creek, last possession. What will coach Josh Rohde in his second year dial up in drive number two? Starting in the shotgun, it's Bo Knapp, has a running back offset behind him, gets the handoff, has a hole, it's Carter Erickson. He busts free, nobody in front of Erickson along the left sideline, to the 20, to the 15, 10, 5, touchdown Carter Erickson. 68 yards, and they're ringing the bell again in Elm Creek. Second carry of the game for Erickson. He waited for the hole to develop. That was another patient run. It didn't take too long, but once there, he hit the crease hard, bounced it to the outside, and nobody in front of the senior. one 190 190-pounder takes it to the house. So with 6'10", remaining in quarter number one, 14-zip Elm Creek, and they're lining up for a field goal try Courtesy of Shea Hubbard. Make that the point after try. Good snap, the hold is down, the kick is up, and clears the uprights right through the middle. So an extra point added to make it 15-zip. Elm Creek taking it to Mullen. You're listening to High School Football
0: Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com.
2: Another touchdown for Elm Creek. Touchdowns are sponsored by Five Points Bank in Carney, the better bank. It's a five points touchdown for Erickson, Carter Erickson. Jogging it on, oh, well, he sprinted it on in. That is touchdown number 13 on the ground this season for Carter Erickson. Touchdown number 15 overall. Elm Creek impressing to start out. One snap, one touchdown on drive number two after a four-play scoring drive to open things up. Now kicking off to Mullen again. Elm Creek with a low line drive. Caught high from the two-yard line. Returning it to is Justin French. French to the 20 and knocked hard out of bounds at the 24. Good stick by Carter Erickson. So he, we said he'd get his name mentioned a lot, and uh, so far that is coming true. Best starting field position for Mullen after a pair of touchbacks put them at the 15. They start at their own 24 to begin this possession. The Broncos trying to find something offensively. Team that uh, has been able to score some points this season. Sticking with the I formation, toss play to French right side. Using a quarterback as a lead blocker, able to shuffle ahead to the 34 for a pickup of about eight, but a penalty flag. The first of the game sits at around the 30-yard line. The Broncos uh, per game averaging about 58 passing yards in terms of uh, rushing, averaging about 211, so that can tell you the disparity there, but still averaging about 280 yards per contest. Have had a lot of trouble gaining yardage today. The penalty is a holding penalty against Mullen. So they'll get backed up uh, to their own 22, a 10-yard penalty to make it first down and about 12. Michael Shively with you, Elm Creek High School, first quarter, 5.55 remaining. It's 15-0. Elm Creek leading Mullen out of the shotgun with two running backs joining him. Gracie drops back, screen play, toss to the left side. It's caught by Eli Paxton. He has blockers in front, tripped up after managing the first down just short uh, or across not just short of midfield at the 38. So a gain of 16 through the air for a first down to Eli Paxton. Well, Paxton is a playmaker for this group. No surprise to see him getting going early on. Paxton, 129 carries for 674 yards and 10 touchdowns coming into today, but doesn't have a carry yet. That time they get it to him on the screen. Now the give is to Paxton up the middle, and the fullback screams forward, into Elm Creek territory for the first time to the 24. Make that the 34. Gained seven on first down. So two possessions, no touches for Eli Paxton. Now two plays in possession number three, and he manages 23 yards. Hand off Paxton up the middle from the fullback spot. He's free into the secondary where Bo Knapp makes the tackle at the Elm Creek 28, seven-yard gain for Paxton. Consecutive seven-yard pickups, and the Mullen offense is moving. 211 rushing yards per game, and now you start to see why. This is their straightforward rushing attack with the fullback after the screen got them rolling. Gracie is tending to the helmet of Paxton here, and they're going to have to stop play. Officials timeout. Had to get his helmet strapped properly. Now they'll wind the clock again. 440 remaining in the first quarter. A 15-point cushion for Elm Creek. Quarterback keeper, he's ripped to the ground by Nick Brummels, the junior 6'2", 170-pound defensive end. But Bo Knapp able to make that chase. Gracie able to shimmy forward for five on first down. Three carries for six yards for him. Gracie averages about six yards per carry, so he has had some success running the football this season. Saw him running the option earlier to no avail. Second down and five nearing the red zone at the Elm Creek 23. Fake the handoff to the fullback. A high pitch is knocked down and recovered by Elm Creek. Isaiah Quintana with one of the best eight-man defensive plays I've seen this season. Really run well by Gracie there, he faked the dip inside and then tried to pitch it over the top of Quintana. Quintana reaches his hands as high up as he can get him, knocks the football away out of the air. It was an on-target pitch that could have led to a big gain. He knocked it backwards because it was a lateral. That's a fumble and Quintana recovered at the 34 of Elm Creek. What a terrific individual play. Gracie fumbles. But really, it was Quintana making the effort. So with four to go in the first quarter and a 15-point lead, good field position again for Elm Creek. Handoff along the right side. This time it's Erickson again, and Erickson weaving to the 37, gaining just uh, three yards on first down. Man, what a play that was individually by Quintana. They knew the option, the triple option, could be coming today and defended how to cover that pitch and Quintana could not have done it any better. Second down and seven for Elm Creek using the shotgun formation with one wide to the left. Four along the defensive line. It's Erickson and Erickson has a little bit of a crease. Hold up, Bo Knapp, he faked to Erickson. And Knapp able to navigate for seven and move the sticks. Showed a good burst getting through the hole to the second level where he was quickly stopped by the Mullen safeties. Elm Creek not taking long to huddle here. They're getting right back to the line of scrimmage for first and ten from the 35 of Mullen. Enjoying a two touchdown advantage to the I formation they had. handoff. It's J- Jackson Smith. He follows his knockers up for a Four-yard gain on first down. It's Gracie and French who combine for the stop for Mullen. Play clock uh, or game clock winding under 240 remaining in quarter number one. 15-zip Elm Creek in front. It's the first round of the eight-man playoffs tonight. That's both in classes D1 and D2. We're watching D2 where the five-seed Elm Creek is hosting number 12, Mullen, 512. You think that's the upset in March Madness every year? We'll see if it is on the football field. Good block here uh, by Dylan Carr. He's having a great football game. His quarterback goes right to that hole created by his blocker, able to fight forward for about five. And the second run by the QB in this uh, possession makes it third down and two from the Mullen 22. One completion for Elm Creek so far, 19 yards to Trent Watkins. They did complete one for the two-point conversion as well. Here's Knapp. He gives Erickson. Big hole. Blows up the safety. My goodness, he inflicted the blow that time against Chase Gracie, the DB for Mullen. Erickson flew him high up in the air, but Gracie still able to make the tackle at the 23-yard line. Gain of about five again. When you need yardage, Erickson seems to be the guy, and I see why. 6'1", 190. He is a strong, imposing figure in the backfield. The senior is the single back here. Gets the toss to the left, looking for a spot to develop. A jump cut, dives forward to the 19, a gain of four if it stands. There's a penalty marker laying at the 24-yard line on the left hash in the area of an offensive blocking violation. It is a hold against Elm Creek. So for the first time, they're starting a series behind the sticks. The Buffaloes have their first penalty and first negative play. Backing up 10 yards will be first and 20. It's at the 34. That's where we'll... Resume play with one oh seven remaining in the first quarter and a 15-0 Elm Creek advantage with the football. It's actually first and 21. Shotgun set, one wide receiver to the right, dropping back to pass. Bo Knapp now rolling to his left, wants to run for it and just gets back to the line of scrimmage at the 35. Might have actually lost a yard on that scramble and it's second down and 22 for Elm Creek. Welch is the one who escorted him out of bounds. So behind the chains, our chain gang today is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. Uh, bringing out the chains, that's what they would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they will get you home. Second and 22 for Elm Creek. Tough down and distance, but they're liking their position here with 51 seconds left in the quarter, leading by a couple scores. Four wide receivers, only three linemen. Three rushers here for Mullen. Knapp flushes right side, wants to throw, tucks the football, finds the edge, and spun down at the 31 for a gain of five on second and long. Knapp with four rushes this possession after not carrying the ball once in the first couple of drives. That five-yard gain makes it third down and 17. Elm Creek don't believe they have to snap it here. They could run the final 25 seconds off of this first quarter clock if they choose. It's been a quarter dominated by this Elm Creek bunch. 12 seconds, they walk up to... The line of scrimmage in the shotgun with four wideouts on the right hash is where the football is lined up. Four seconds to snap on third down and 18. With two seconds left, they do. Knapp wants to keep, searching for the outside, gets a block, finds the corner to the 20, to the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, Bo Knapp. A 31-yard run on third down and 18 to give Elm Creek the three-touchdown lead at the end of quarter number one. Along the left side, Jackson Smith, the wide receiver. He sprung that play with a terrific block to seal the edge and allowed Knapp to turn on the Jets for six points. How about that? Two seconds left. They didn't need to snap it to end the quarter. Chose to snap it and called a quarterback-designed run on third down and 18, and it goes for 31 and a score. Extra point attempt, Hubbard, it's up and through. 22, nothing. Elm Creek, impressing in the first round of the Class D2 playoffs. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.
5: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business.
9: for you.
2: Michael Shively back with you through one quarter of play. It's Elm Creek 22 Mullen nothing. Domination by the better seed here this evening. Elm Creek putting on an absolute clinic both defensively and offensively. The Broncos having difficulty adjusting to not having a couple of starters who are out due to injury. If you want to follow along Find us on Twitter. That's at ESPN underscore Tri-Cities. If you have to step away at any point, uh, we are going to be tweeting quarterly updates there on that account uh, and also uh, lots of other content uh, throughout the sports seasons. Kickoff to Mullen to start off quarter number two. Left side return, and he just ran back to the 15 there did Chase Gracie. Took the long route to do it, gets just to the 15 to start this drive, his team trailing by 22. Mullen uh, coming off a couple of losses heading into this playoffs, but a team that you don't want to overlook. They've been in the playoffs a regular and Wade Marsh in his fourth season uh, viewed as a really high quality coach following Mitch Pfeiffer, who was highly successful at Mullen. Handoff to the fullback on first down on that short set. Defensive back screams in to make the stop, Carter Erickson, after just a couple yard gain. Mitch Pfeiffer, six seasons at Mullen, led the Broncos to the state championship game. That was, oh, four years ago? Three years ago, maybe it was 2019. Broncos have been in the playoff every year since. Also, handoff along the left side to Justin French. He's able to bounce off of a Buffalo. Scoot to the outside. A nice pickup to the 23. A gain of six, third down and two coming up after Justin French's fifth carry of the game. Wade Marsh, the Mullen head man, is coaching at his alma mater. So that's always fun when you get to see that. On the other side of things, Josh Rohde not coaching at his alma mater. He left. His alma mater to come here to, be- to Elm Creek was at SEM for a season. I-formation, third and two from their own 23. Give us to French. He's trying to break free and can't. Carter Erickson rips him down, but might have been an illegal tackle. As it stands, he's a yard short. It would be fourth and one from the 24, needing to get to the 25. It is a face mask. That's against Erickson. So a first down for Mullen. I'm not sure he really grabbed the face mask. If anything, he he very well could have. But tackling from behind, uh, French had been turned around by that point. Erickson hit him uh, with French having his back to him and he really grabbed the helmet. Almost looked like he was trying to twist his, twist the cap off of his head. Uh, And enough for the official to call that penalty. French motions out to the right side, fake the toss, stepping up in the pocket, Gracie running for his life, gets to the edge and scampers out of bounds after a six-yard gain up to the 36-yard line. Hubbard, the one escorting him out there. That's actually a seven-yard pickup for Chase Gracie. His best run of the game so far sets up second down and three. Mullen did have some traction offensively on that previous drive. Had gained about 25 yards. We're setting up that option play after giving it to the fullback a bunch, ran the triple option, didn't give it to the fullback, tried the toss, and Isaiah Quintana knocked that football down and recovered it for Elm Creek give right up the middle to the fullback, and now they're ready for it. Eli Paxton lost a yard from the fullback spot. You don't see that often. It's because Brody Schopke, the six-foot, 200-pound sophomore, beat the center there and cut out the legs from underneath Paxton. He lost a yard. It's third down and four from their own 35. Elm Creek leading 22-zip. We have played one and a half minutes here in quarter number two. Elm Creek... Has breezed through it offensively, defensively, a three and out, then allowed one first down on a punt, then recovered a fumble. Now it's third and four for Mullen. Handoff, French has it. He's taken down from behind. It's uh, again Dylan Carr, who's been busy here today, shuts down French after a gain of just a couple, fourth down and two at their own 37. Down 22 zip in the first half. It feels like a go-for-it scenario for Coach Wade Marsh. He's spending a long time thinking about it, chatting with his quarterback, Gracie, on the far sideline. Now Gracie runs back into the huddle ahead of this fourth down and two snap. Gracie is also the punter, so he could do a quick kick. He could just drop back and punt it. We'll see what happens. And we'll see after this break because Coach... uh, Wade Marsh wants to chat it over wants to think about it a little bit he calls time out with the score 22 nothing Elm Creek in front of Mullen. Nine and a half to go, first half on ESPN
3: Tri-Cities. At First Tier Bank, our roots go back to 1955. Our vision has always been to help our communities live better with great banking. First Tier Bank takes pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking, savings, loans, and online banking with bill pay. First Tier Bank measures its success by continued growth of our clients and communities. We are proud to support our high school athletes.
2: 22-0 the score here in Elm Creek, Nebraska, where the Buffaloes lead the Mullen Broncos, 22-zip this time out, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994, they're located where you need them specializing in you. So timeout called ahead of fourth down and two. Mullen down three touchdowns, has it at their own 37. And it appears they want to go for it. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left with the ball in the middle of the field. Motioning Eli Paxton. It's a quarterback keeper. Right side, Chase Gracie has the first down and more into Elm Creek territory. Has his legs brought out at the 34. So he... Heads over to Buffalo territory gaining nine yards. So that worked out ideally for the Mullen Broncos. They brought the motion man right to left in Eli Paxton, then ran it to the right with the quarterback. So the defense was thinking everything going to the left side, they brought it to the right and plenty of running room for Chase Gracie. First and 10 Broncos. Two wide left, one to the right. Quarterback run to the left, and this time the Buffaloes are prepared. Knifing through the line, Carter Erickson grabs the waist of Chase Gracie and hurls him to the ground at the 39-yard line. A loss of five on the first down, quarterback carry. He came from the right side of the field there. The play was running to the left, but on a dead sprint, nobody got a chip on Carter Erickson, and the senior linebacker makes a tackle for loss against the signal caller for the Broncos. Second and 15 to the I formation. Mullen, delayed handoff, left side, and not much room. Again, it's Erickson closing that gap and wrapping up the sophomore French. He gets two yards. Third down and 13 after the big fourth down conversion in the previous series. French with eight carries so far. None for more than six yards. A feature back today, the sophomore came in with 32 carries over five games. So a position that he's not entirely used to. One quarter of the carries that he had coming into today, that would be eight. That's how many he has in the first half. 22 nothing. Elm Creek, 740 remaining first quarter. On third and 14, a drop back shotgun pass. Lobs to the left side by Gracie. With the football, it's Mullen streaking forward. Alex Werner gets near the first down marker at the 25. He's two yards short, a gain of 12, but a penalty flag. This is the second one against Mullen. Here this half, and it could negate a good third-down pickup. It's an illegal shift called against Mullen. So the Broncos would have had fourth and two and no doubt going for it there. Instead, that will back them up another five, third and 19, as they retreat back onto their own side of the 40 to the 37-yard line. The first down marker is all the way at the 24 of Elm Creek. It's an eternity. They're an eight-man football. Third down and 20 for this Mullen team. Their longest play so far this game, a 16-yard catch for Eli Paxton. They go to the eye, no whiteouts on third and 20. Fake the pitch, drop back to throw. Gracie rolling to his right, now flushed back to his left the other way and throws it out of bounds. The pursuit by Dylan Carr, forcing the quarterback to go the direction he didn't want to go. Only a two-man route that time for Mullen. They had French and Werner trying to get open against the Elm Creek secondary. They couldn't find any room and gracie couldn't find any room to set his feet to throw to him either an incompletion and it's fourth down and 20. punt coming up here deep for elm creek jackson smith but wait trips to the right this looks like a go for it situation and just before the snap timeout taken by Josh Rohde the head coach for Elm Creek figured no doubt it would be a punt on fourth and 20 but no the uh, Wade Marsh had his offense out there so timeout taken by Elm Creek we'll take one with them on ESPN Tri-Cities. the score. Elm Creek leading Mullen. That was the score heading into this quarter. Mullen has been able to manage a 4-minute and 36-second drive, but it appears to be stalling out. Fourth down and 20 at their own 37. But the Broncos elect to go for it. They were ready to go for it, but Elm Creek called timeout, still looking in that same formation with trips to the right, one to the left in the shotgun. Here's Gracie, time in the pocket, still waiting, now running out of time with Carr closing in. He unloads down the left sideline out of bounds. Gracie put on his back by Dylan Carr, who has been as disruptive as alignment can be in this game. A turnover on downs for Mullen. Elm Creek gets it up three scores, and that's a situation where if you're Wade Marsh, you think if you don't get points that drive, that about does it for the game because your defense has been struggling. And now that you give Elm Creek field position at the Mullen side of the 40, it almost feels like that a fourth score could put it away. Three yards into Mullen territory, 7-14 remaining in the first half, 22-nothing. Elm Creek leads with the football, Fake handoff, quarterback dive, and he powers through a defensive back, Bo Knapp rumbling for eight yards on first down. Nice run by Knapp. That follows up his 31-yard touchdown run. Knapp didn't have a carry those first two drives, but in the last couple possessions has been able to rip off six carries. Quick math telling me 56 yards in those six carries. Erickson is the back to the right side of Knapp in the shotgun for second and two from the Mullen 28. High snap off of the fingers and he just falls down. That's all he could do there. Bo Knapp. It was not a run play. They were looking to throw it and the defense was collapsing. Deacon Denayer, the 210 pound senior, backs up Mullen to the 37 that's a loss of nine so after those quality rushes a negative play on a high snap back behind the sticks it's third down and 12 elm creek in the eye formation nap play action Goes to the left, caught by Erickson, has French on him, sheds that tackle, cuts it to the middle of the field, jukes past one player, he's to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, end zone, touchdown, Elm Creek, a 38-yard completion to Carter Erickson. They're getting a workout, ringing the bell in Elm Creek tonight. Touchdown pass for Bo Knapp. That's his 11th of the season. And for Carter Erickson, he has his second touchdown of the day, his third of the season through the air. Most of that was after the catch. He had about nine yards through the air Then everything else came after. It's a fake point after try. The holder slings it into the end zone, caught by Watkins. The holder is Knapp, so the quarterback again displaying his throwing prowess. The fake point after is a two point conversion and the score is 30 to nothing Elm Creek with 543 left in the first half. You're listening to Playoff High School Football on ESPN Tri-Cities.
9: The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000 square foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more. You can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at
11: 308-234-4464. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always
2: a touchdown brought to you by five points, Bank in Carney, the better bank, 30 to nothing. Elm Creek putting on a show here tonight. On third and long, they break out the pass play, dial it up to the electric Carter Erickson. Nat puts it on the money, Erickson does the rest. To broke one tackle, juked past another guy, then angled it to the middle of the field on in for the score. A penalty flag on the kickoff here, it was false start by by Elm Creek or offsides, whatever you'd want to call it here, so that will back them up five to kick this one off from their own 25 instead of 30. Chance for a return here for this Mullen squad. Checking out uh, Mullen's schedule this year, they've hung with almost everybody this season. They lost to Twin Loop and Sandhills Valley who have a combined record of 13 and three. They lost by just 20 to Twin Loop on the road and by just six to Sand Hills Valley, a seven and one D1 team. Low kickoff, end over end, taken from the 14 yard line by Chase Gracie. Patiently waits along the right side, then sprints forward across the 30. Awkward look on the tackle, and we'll see what this penalty flag is on the far sideline. Didn't see anything to maybe warrant a flag. We'll see what the official saw. Right now it's still good field position at the 34 for Mullen. It's likely there'll be something tacked on. Gracie was going down and then another defender landed on top of him, crunching him together. It's a personal foul hit to the head uh, against Elm Creek. It wasn't, head, it wasn't helmet-to-helmet conduct, contact. Uh, it was definitely chest or abdomen to helmet, but nonetheless enough to warrant a penalty flag on the far sideline. So that will, uh, illegal uh, hit there, a personal foul penalty will move the football into Elm Creek territory to the 31. So add 15 on top of the return, which went to the 34 already. 20 yards on penalties on the kickoff against Elm Creek, gives Mullen its best field position of the, of the game. I don't think they've been this deep in Elm Creek territory yet, and they get to start a drive at the Buffalo's 31, trailing 30-nothing with 537 left in the first half. Gracie running out of the shotgun, able to find a seam and navigate to the 25, six yards for, Gar- for Gracie on his seventh carry of the game. Yet this Mullen team, you look early, they're in September on the 2nd and the ninth. good showings against top-notch team. I mean, Hills Valley 7-1, and one, a class above these two teams, and they only lost by a touchdown. Felt they could have had a chance to win that one. This is a good team. Second down and four from the 25, handoff to the fullback, it's Eli Paxton. Paxton stacked up right at the first down, marker at the right, hash at the 20. He gets the four yards he needs to move the chains. Then after those two losses, Mullen registered three straight wins, including a 42-0 victory at 3-5 Layton. Then a couple of tough games to finish out the year. South Loop at home, and South Loop really put one on them. 64-14, that's a good team, South Loop. They're a playoff team. Belief believe playing Kennesaw tonight on our partner station, KHAS. Second down, or first down and 10 from the 25 toss play left side. French following his quarterback's block has a big hold of the outside and able to work his way to the eight. First down and 10, first down and goal coming up for Mullen after the 17 yard pickup on the toss. Best run of the game for Mullen. That's their longest play of the contest, 17 yards. And after four struggles on the offensive end, That's two punts, a fumble, and turnover on downs. Mullen setting up shop first down and goal. So that tough loss to South Loop back on the seventh. Then a week later, they had to play Sandhills Thed for the defending D2 runners-up. Lost 44-6. So really tough opponents to finish out the year and weren't able to keep it close and aren't able to keep it close early on here. Hand off to French, ran into his own blocker, spun off of him right into the teeth of the Elm Creek defense. Nick Brummels and Carr combining on that stop, and he lost a yard. Second and goal from the nine. Think you have to credit, was it Carr or was it another defensive lineman there? Might have been uh, Schopke who drove the right guard into the ball carrier disrupting the flow of that play. Second and goal for Mullen trailing by 30. Shotgun set back on either side of Gracie. Gracie running left and it looked like there would be a hole. It was shut down right away. Nick Brummels edged his way in and was ripping at the football, trying to break it loose, couldn't do it, but did hold Mullen to just a one yard gain on second and goal. Third and goal from the eight. So the point of that conversation running through that Mullen schedules, they haven't been blown out that much except for the last couple of games. They've really taken a dip towards the end of the year, perhaps a little bit banged up. And impressive what Elm Creek has done so far. On play action, third and goal, Napin in tr- make that uh, Gracie in trouble. Rolled to his right, threw it up for grabs. Targeting Ethan Harden, two defenders in the area. I think both the offense and defense got their hands on it. Eventually falls down harmlessly to the grass. Fourth and goal from the eight with 307 left in the half. A 30-nothing lead for Mullen. Broncos went for it on fourth down. Fourth and twenty. Last drive. Didn't get it, so I think it's uh, safe to guess they're going for it, but it's fourth and goal from the eight. Two-back set. Paxton to the left, French to the right of Gracie. Elm Creek brings pressure. It's a screen play. Right side, caught at the 14 by French. He maneuvers inside the 10, brought down from behind at the four-yard line. Solid tackle made by Carter Erickson. A four-yard pickup, but it was fourth and goal from the eight. Not going to get it done for Mullen. They had the right play call, they had everything dialed up, pretty good blocking, but there's better team speed on Elm Creek. Erickson able to come from behind the play to make it and hold it to another turnover on downs, the second in consecutive possessions. So with just under three to play in the first half, Elm Creek takes over at their own four, leading by 30. Buffalo's going to see if they can stretch their lead, heading into the break, out of the eye. Bo Knapp drops back to pass. He's standing in the end zone, looking. He's in trouble, and he's brought down for a safety. The Mullen Broncos collapse the pocket onto Knapp, who tumbles to the grass in the end zone. The tackle made by Zed. Isaac Welch couldn't see 71 or 74. It's 71, Isaac Welch, the defensive lineman, 285-pound senior, brings down Knapp. He kept looking downfield, nobody open. He was still in the tackle box, couldn't throw it away, otherwise it would have been intentional grounding for a safety and had no choice but to take the sack. So a terrific defensive play by Mullen to get on the scoreboard. Now we'll see a free kick back to Elm Creek. While we have a moment, we want to remind you about the ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Be sure to log on to ESPNSuperstation.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed online. They also get a certificate and t-shirt. ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. 251 to go. Quarter number two, 30-2 the new score. After the safety, courtesy of Isaac Welch. Well, certainly a daring play call for Josh Rody of Elm Creek. Drop back pass from their own four. He thought They could hit big play, assuming Mullen was thinking Elm Creek going to run it in the shadow of their own end zone. Thought he'd have a big play. Nobody open. Pressure caved in. Good job by the Mullen D. Kickoff taken from the 14-yard line. Mullen football here. I think I'd said Elm Creek a moment ago. It's Mullen football. Chase Gracie returns it. Brings it back to the 31. So the Broncos set up shop there. They have 244 to work with and a pair of timeouts. All right, you know, get a touchdown, two-point conversion here. All of a sudden, it's 30-10. to In eight-man football, a 20-point lead is not safe. So don't count out the Broncos just yet. They could parlay that safety into some serious momentum. Penalty flag on snap number one of this drive, it's a false start against the Broncos. Not the way to start it, if you're Coach Wade Marsh. This Mullen team making the journey. And really, in the scheme of things, not the farthest trip that they've had to make in the playoffs, that's for sure. 126 miles. That's a two and a half hour drive from the Northwest. I formation, it's first and 15. Play action, lob pass right side, picked off. Cade Sint, the 6'2 junior safety on an underthrown football, had the underneath coverage, rose up to catch that one. He showed off his vertical leap to do it. And on the first snap of this Mullen possession, it's picked off on another standout defensive play by the Buffaloes. It's Cade Sint doing the honors. And he looked good rising up there. Better be on the track and field team with that high jump. 2.37 to play in the first half. Ball at their own 37. Handoff to Erickson, bottled up. On the stretch, didn't have any room. Stop made by Tell Kwanvig, 240-pound senior. Now, Tell, that is a name you don't see too often, really ever, but especially in the modern day. That's now two people named Tell to come out of Mullen in the last six years. Tell Quanvig spells it with one L. Tell Spees of the Nebraska Kearney Lopers. Spells it with two. Hand off, or fake the handoff. Spin move. Here's Bo Knapp. Bo Knapp into open field. All the way home. Faked the handoff to the running back. Shot through a hole on the left side of the line. Spun off of a linebacker and took it to the house. 43 yards for Bo Knapp and another Elm Creek touchdown. Yeah, the cheerleader who's uh, tasked with bell ringing today, she's going to have sore arms. Lining up for the extra point, but remember they faked the extra point last time. Out of the hold of Knapp, here's Hubbard. Nope, not Hubbard. Another spin out and toss to the right side. Same exact play. Again, Trent Watkins is there to haul in his third two-point conversion catch of the game. It's 38 to two. Elm Creek in front of Mullen. 151 remaining in the first half on ESPN, Tri-Cities.
13: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, mom and Bram's will kill me. What's that girl called Carney Towing and Repair? Cause they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308 236 9951. Thanks, girl.
4: 24 hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where.
13: 308 236 9951.
4: Lock it in, Carney towing and repair.
2: Well, we've talked a little bit about the injuries on the Mullen side. You're looking at uh, Atel Quanvig is in there, but Tate Quanvig, a freshman, is out today, and so is Luke Durfee. The Durfee injury, a significant one. He he hurt his hand, uh, but significant in terms of affecting the game. The 165-pound junior has more than 100 tackles this season from the linebacker spot. Also big in terms of rushing the football. Durfee, 49 carries. That's third on the team for 265 yards, five touchdowns. That's not available today. So the sophomore, Justin French, has taken over for him. Uh, in that role. Here's the kickoff after 38 to 2, and it rolls out of bounds. So, and good field position coming for the Broncos. But that report on the Mullen side is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Well, instead of uh, taking the spot there at what I believe would be the 25. Instead, I'm going to make Elm Creek kick it off again. So they'll tee it up at the 25. Gives Mullen a chance for a return. They have chased Gracie and Justin French deep. Doing the kicking honors now, it's Carter Erickson. Earlier today, it was Dylan Carr. And again, off the side of the foot, taken by the up man at the 28 to the 35-yard line, fights forward to the 37. Eli Paxton then meets three Buffaloes and is hit hard to the ground there. But at the 37, it's good field position, the Broncos, with 145 remaining in the first half. Right now they trail by 36. That means at the start of the second half, there would be running clock. That's not what Mullen wants in their playoff game. They're going to try to get some points on the board here. They have not managed to offensively yet. Out of the eye, Gracie, hands off, big hole. French squirts through it, brought down in the second level by Bo Knapp. At the first down, marker, a 10-yard gain for Justin French. Broncos get it up to the 34. Clock winding to a minute 35 left in the half. Gracie under center in the eye formation. French is the deep back. Paxton the fullback. And the handoff is to Paxton. He is met right away. From the side, it's Carr. From the linebacker spot, Hubbard. They were both there. Just one yard for Eli Paxton. Paxton really had a strong start to the night rushing-wise. Seven yards on each of his first two carries in back-to-back plays. But since then, just four carries for six yards. So the fullback give worked initially, then Elm Creek able to shut it down. Second and 10, under a minute to go on the half. Dropping back on play action, breaking free from one tackle. Gracie has to edge his way out of bounds. The final player in pursuit was Brody Schopke, the sophomore defensive lineman. It's a loss of seven. Would have been better off to throw that one away. Stop the clock at 51 seconds left in the first half, and it's third down and a good 17 here. Broncos behind the sticks, a place that they've been regularly this evening. Trying to make a play here, down 36 in the waning minutes of half number one. A screen play. Got a good block. French still dancing around in the backfield. Now he finds some territory to run along the left sideline. Brought down from behind by Carter Erickson, who just simply has the speed advantage. An eight-yard pickup through the air on the screen pass to Justin French. And... So a, a little indecisive, kind of on the angle to take. It was doing a jig there in the backfield. Needed to make a hard cut because once they didn't get to the quarterback, those Elm Creek defensive players are streaking to the football and they're doing it with a head of steam. Timeout, Mullen, fourth down and eight. The ball at the 32 of Elm Creek, 41 seconds left in the half. Today's broadcast is brought to you in part by Currency. Currency makes financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. I'm Michael Shively. You're listening to Class D2 Playoff Football here on ESPN Tri-Cities. A 36-point lead for the five-seed Elm Creek over number 12, Mullen. The winner moves on to the uh, round of 16 here in the playoffs. At that point, everything will be reseeded, East and West, 16-team brackets to start things out so you don't have to travel from Crawford to Falls City to start things out. Then they throw that out in round two to get the best matchups. Here's fourth down and eight out of the timeout from the Elm Creek 32. It's a halfback pass, and Paxton leads his quarterback just a little bit far. They tossed it to Paxton on the right. He quickly wanted to throw back to the left to chase Gracie. Elm Creek had it figured out and covered. The incompletion is a turnover on Downs and the third turnover on Downs in the last four drives for uh, Mullen. They got it into Elm Creek territory, but sputtered to a stop there. Elm Creek has 36 seconds to work with here. They need to go 48 yards to get a touchdown before half. They lead 38-2, to two, so no need to do it, but they certainly can try to flex their muscles in this first-round playoff game. It's a reverse handoff to Erickson, then tossed it around the side to Isaiah Quintana, cuts back, got to the left sideline, now jerks it back to the right, and a huge gainer ripped out of bounds at the 17 of Mullen. That's a 30-yard pickoff pickup on the handoff to Isaiah Quintana. Oh, you love that skinnier eight-man field, don't you? <laughs> it was a reverse to Quintana. He ran all the way to the left sideline, reversed course to the middle of the field, jump cut back out to the right side, and brought down at the 17 of Mullen. 23 and a half seconds on the clock. He was brought down out of bounds, so the clock has stopped. Knapp is in the shotgun with Erickson to his right, the ball on the right hash. Snap back to Knapp, delayed quarterback run, and he didn't have any room. Big Isaac Welch, combining with Deacon Denayer to bring him down for a two-yard deficit to the 20. Timeout taken by Elm Creek. 12 seconds left in half, number one will finish out the quarter when we return on ESPN Tri-Cities.
14: Pioneer with you from the word go. See Impact Seed.
2: Michael Shively back with you here at Elm Creek, uh, just north of the high school at the city park. And a uh, game with the youth has broken out spontaneously just beyond the field to the south. It is a beautiful night. And uh, while I love broadcasting football, you know, wouldn't it be fun to be? 10 years old again, playing some touch football there just beyond the the field of action. Second down and 13 from the Mullen 20. Elm Creek in control, but trying to finish things off with 12 seconds left in the half. Rolling right, Knapp throws towards the end zone and in and out of the hands of Alex Werner, the Mullen Bronco defensive back. He played that well and didn't get much air on his jump, maybe mistimed it just slightly, and it glanced off of his hands, incomplete with 5.4 seconds left in the half. Could have denied Bo Knapp and company there. Instead, the incompletion gives Elm Creek another chance from the 20. Probably just one more chance here. What does Josh Rohde have in store for this play? Third and 13, leading 38-2. Three wide receivers to the right hand, one to the left with a, the football snapping from the right hash in the shotgun. Here's Knapp, four rushers, lobs it, single coverage left side, and penalty flags fly. Cade Sint was trying to make the catch through the defense of Eli Paxton, and Paxton likely going to be flagged for pass interference with two-tenths of a second left on the clock. Regardless of that, uh, There this would have been an untimed down. Instead, it will technically be a timed down. (laughs) It is pass interference against the defense of Paxton. So they're stepping off the yardage to the ten. Half the distance to the goal situation. Third down and the yardage doesn't matter because there's two tenths of a second. The ball at the ten trying to add a cherry on top of the brilliant first half, the five Elm Creek Buffaloes, again with trips to the left and one wide out to the the right. The slant route in and out of the hands of Cade Sint. Good coverage that time by Paxton, who would have brought him to the ground regardless of if he caught it or not. So the the, uh, drive ends with the end of the half. But a phenomenal first 24 minutes of football for the Elm Creek Buffaloes. They lead 38-2 at the break. Uh, Stick around, lots to talk about at halftime. We'll run through your statistics, get a check of your high school football scoreboard, and set you up for the third quarter. You're listening to High School Playoff Football on ESPN Tri-Cities.
8: My son Ben was very healthy when he was born. And then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, psychiatric nurse practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your
3: care, our inspiration. In this business, the time that counts is right now.
7: Experience matters to us specializing in you five points bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app and never pay for an ATM charge again with our money pass app it maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with five points bank we're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank.
11: Ram Power Days mean big savings on Bighorns at Tom Dinsdale's CDJR. Get 0% for
9: 48 months, plus a $3,000 rebate on all 2022 Ram 1500
11: Bighorns. Find an even deeper discount on stock number 9699, a new Bighorn priced below Kelly Blue Book. Power up at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings North Side or at TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Must finance through Chrysler Capital. Offer expires October 31st, 2022.
2: Michael Shively with you here in Elm Creek at halftime. Your halftime show brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Score here after 24 minutes of football, it's Elm Creek 38, Mullen 2. That's right, uh, not expecting a 12-over-5 upset here tonight uh, in the Class D2 first round of the playoffs. Uh, Elm Creek showing why it went 7-1 and one this season, really putting together a f- fantastic half of football. Mullen is a good team, entered at 4-4, four and four. Uh, all their losses against high-quality teams, and uh, decidedly one-sided in half number one. Let's take a peek at how other games are going in the first round of the eight-man playoffs. In class D1, number one, North Platte St. Patrick's not able to build as big of a lead as Elm Creek has. St. Pat's up 28 to eight over number 16, Elkhorn Valley. Now that's a trek from Tilden, Nebraska, just to the west of Norfolk, all the way to North Platte. In the first quarter, number eight, Summerlands leads number 9 Bridgeport 20 to not 20 to 7 rather Summerland is a Clearwater Orchard Ewing also up there in northeast Nebraska. Already in the books number 13 Sandy Creek pulls off the first upset of the evening. It's Sandy Creek 24 Sand Hills Valley 18 number 13 over number four in class D1. Uh, so, Mullen did play Sandhills Valley and only lost by six. Sandhills Valley went down tonight. The four seed drops to number 13, Sandy Creek. Uh, Congratulations to the folks uh, south of Holdre or of Hastings. Also in Class D1, Neely Oakdale, the three seed. The Warriors take it to number 14, Cambridge, 70 22. In Class D2, action. Uh, South Loop playing Kennesaw and in the second quarter number nine South Loop 14 to 6 over number eight Kennesaw the Blue Devils of Kennesaw the defending state champions in class D2 but graduated a lot of talent including uh, all-stater Tyson Denkert at quarterback he's now a running back at Midland after appearing at every all-star game across the state it seems like so Kennesaw behind the defending champs could drop to South Loop here in playoff game number one a lot of folks thought that might be coming but still to see the defending champs in trouble is interesting in the first round of the playoffs Dundee County Stratton oh they're imposing their will the four seed 42 nothing against number 13 Axtell that's in the fourth quarter. So Dundee County Stratton will be moving on to the round of 16. Also in Class D2, Ainsworth on top of Loomis, 56-20. That's the three seed, Ainsworth over number 14, Loomis. That game, uh, I'm seeing, oh, it's the second quarter, excuse me. Second quarter, 56-20. to That's lots of scoring. Also in action, Class D2. Number eight, Humphrey St. Francis, 52-12 over number nine, Fall City Sacred Heart. The Irish, under Coach Doug Goltz, are always one of the best in the state, but this year they're really injured, and the Flyers are also typically one of the best in the state. So 52-12 is the result. That one's in the fourth quarter. Number five, Johnson Bronk out of Southeast Nebraska, beating number 12, Wausau, 52-22. That game is in the third quarter. And Lawrence Nelson, the seventh seed, is on top of number 10, Lords Central Catholic, 24-16. I'm told this one is in the first quarter still, 24-16, Lawrence Nelson in front of Lords, Still lots of football to play in that game. The Knights, I'm surprised they're a 10 seed. That's a good team. Tough draw for Lawrence Nelson there in the first round. So that's a look around some scores here at halftime. Your halftime show is brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. You can find them in your local yellow pages. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash connection, trash collection connection. Nice little saying, if I can get it right. Thirty-eight to two is the score here in Elm Creek. We'll have your halftime statistics when we return. You're listening to high school football on ESPN Tri-Cities.
10: Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC DBA, currency pursuant to CFL License 60DB0 54873.
2: Michael Shively back with you on the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. The score at the break is 38 2. Elm Creek dominating Mullen in this 5 versus 12 matchup in the Class D2 playoffs the two points coming via safety that's all for Mullen their offense unable to get going but they did manage some yardage let's take a peek at how the yards evened out throughout the first 24 minutes of action the top ball carrier in terms of carries and yards for Mullen Justin French the sophomore thrust into the starting lineup in the absence of Luke Durfee 150 pound sophomore carried the ball 11 times for 47 yards in the first half chase gracie had nine carries and got just 15 yards out of that a couple make that three negative plays for seven yards eli paxton the second leading ball carrier in ter- or th- in terms of yards third in terms of carries six carries for 20 yards he had 14 of that in his first two so generally tough sledding for mullen on the ground, but they did churn out 82 rush yards. Did it on a lot of carries, that was about uh, 30 carries. Through the air, four completions, three of them to the running back Justin French for 15 yards, and one to the fullback Eli Paxton for 16. That's 31 yards through the air for Mullen. 113 total yards for for the Broncos. Why are they doing this to us, the baby shark? Going through the speakers right now. Elm Creek offensively, they had a great go of it. Bo Knapp, nine carries, 87 yards, two rushing touchdowns. Carter Erickson, four carries for 79 yards. Helps when you bust off a 68-yard touchdown run. Isaiah Quintana had two totes for 32 yards, one of them for a score. That was the two-yarder. The 30-yarder was on a reverse play. That set up Elm Creek in business towards the end of the half. Jackson Smith, two carries for three yards. Bo Knapp completed two passes through the air that count for yards. One to Carter Erickson for 38 yards. That was a touchdown. And one to Trent Watkins for 19 yards on their first drive on third down. That was a big way to set the tone. Elm Creek appears to be the better team regardless, but to set the tone with that opening drive touchdown, if they would have sputtered out, After getting the ball at about the 25 to start that drive, if they would have gone and turned it over on downs, it would have been huge for Mullen. Instead, a good 19-yard throw to Trent Watkins to move the stick, set up first and goal. They got it done from the two. That's 57 passing yards and 258 total yards for Elm Creek in the first half. First half stats, we get ready for half number two and thank one of our sponsors tonight, Certified Piedmontese Beef, Italian heritage breed, Nebraska-raised perfection. You can get it shipped right to your doorstep anywhere in the country, healthy, powerful nutrition to play at your best. And that's what we had happen, all of us broadcasters in the news channel Nebraska family of stations got some Piedmontese, Certified Piedmontese Beef shipped to us. Uh, They shipped it right to the station. Great stuff. Got a couple pounds of beef, a couple pounds of steaks. Uh, Was able to grill them up about a month ago, uh, or at least the steaks grilled them up. Was really pleased with the the taste. You can tell they're grass-fed. You you can tell in the flavor. It's there. Uh, Put the beef in, the ground beef in some chili. Uh, My wife knows how to dial that up, and boy did she with that certified Piedmontese. Uh, Really thankful for our friends from a Certified Piedmontese for sponsoring high school sports on TV and the radio across the News Channel, Nebraska family of networks this season. You can order online at cpbeef.com. 38-2, to the score at half. Elm Creek owning Mullen so far. The team from the Sand Hills having a rough go of it here in Buffalo County. We'll have the start
8: of quarter number three.
2: When we return, you're listening to High School Football on ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, this is
8: Stacy from Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud Supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes. Family Physical Therapy
3: and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes. In and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
5: At Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of Central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Auto, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry, Platteville, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick. Lexington.
2: Michael Scheinfle back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities as we get ready for the start of half number two. A good note to to keep in mind, uh, State Cross Country, that is tomorrow already. Kearney Country Club going to get Absolutely taken over by all the best runners from across the state of Nebraska. And Doug Duda will be there bringing you updates throughout the day right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Elm Creek just announced here at halftime that they have a girls cross-country team heading to state for the first time ever. So congratulations to the running Buffaloes and the ladies for making state. Good luck to all of the runners tomorrow at Carney Country Club. I'll be there for classes C and D, shooting some highlights for News Channel Nebraska, so be sure to check out our website uh, afternoon and evening for that uh, footage. Of course, there's high school football tomorrow as well, and we have you covered on ESPN Tri-Cities, uh, also on KHAS, also on uh, 98.9 The Vibe, the game I'll be on is KHAS, that's 12.30 a.m. and 1041 FM in the Hastings area. Adams Central rounding out the regular season with a game against Fairbury. We also have uh, Kearney Catholic at Gibbon, that game on eight nine, The Vibe. And on ESPN Tri-Cities out of Hastings, it's Hastings St. Cecilia at Donovan Trumbull. So those are the matchups tomorrow. Matchup we're seeing right now is 38-2, Elm Creek on top of Mullen. The Broncos will kick off to the Buffaloes to start out half number two, and we will start this half with a running clock because it's a 36-point Elm Creek advantage. want to thank our officials this evening got things sorted out just a moment ago as the team's lined up on the wrong sides. It's Mullen kicking right to left instead of left to right. Referee crew always need to appreciate them, especially when uh, not a lot of folks are stepping up to the plate to wear the stripes. So thank you very much to the folks uh, in black and white out there this evening. We're ready for football in half number two of the Class D2 first round playoffs. A squib kick initiated by Mullen, and the ball's loose. The Broncos fall on it. The Buffaloes slipped. Colton Kenning was standing at the 24, poised to recover it, and his feet slid out from underneath him, and he slid right underneath the hopping football. The Broncos recover it at the 22 of Elm Creek, so the Broncos get phenomenal field position and the football to start half number two but again they are starting this drive with the clock running under center chase gracie gives to the fullback paxton he is smeared carter erickson saw it coming and sprinted in from his defensive back spot to make that play. I guess he is a linebacker. Didn't have to come from as far, but his acceleration is so good it feels like he has his head of steam coming in. And one yard is all for Paxton. Gracie running the play call in from head coach Wade Marsh along the far sideline in Elm Creek. Ethan Harden motions back to the line, then motions back out to the left. A three wide out set in the shotgun. Here's Gracie running to the right, and French didn't get a block, but able to sidestep the first tackler, Brummels, then run all the way along the right sideline, out at the two. An 18-yard gain, the best play of the game for Mullen so far. Chase Gracie, that was fantastic. French didn't throw a block. He sidestepped the tackle of Brummels and then juked a defender to the sideline and got it to the two mullen coming out meaning business at the start of the third quarter after giving up 38 and not scoring on offense in the first half now they have it first and goal from the two in the eye formation paxton the fullback they fake the toss it's a quarterback keeper and he broke the plane for a touchdown a score for chase gracie from two yards out he did it all that possession After the squib kick was recovered by the Broncos, they quickly erased the running clock with a six-point score, two minutes and one second into the half. And I'm sure the Broncos are happy to see that, especially Coach Wade Marsh. After a subpar showing in the first 24 minutes, they show up in the first couple of the third quarter. Good to see. Going to go for two here, out of the eye. The give is to French, and he doesn't have the room. Again, Erickson coming in from the linebacker spot to fill the gap and bring down French for a one-yard gain on the two-point try. So two minutes and one seconds into the second half. It's 38-8. to Elm Creek will get the kickoff when we return on ESPN Tri-Cities.
3: At First Tier Bank, our roots go back to 1955. Our vision has always been to help our communities live better with great banking. First Tier Bank takes pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking, savings, loans, and online banking with bill pay. First Tier Bank measures its success by continued growth of our clients and communities. We are proud to support our high school athletes.
2: Touchdown by the Mullen Broncos, sponsored by Five Points Bank in Kearney. The better bank, 38-8 the new score. Elm Creek after gliding through the first half, punched in the mouth to start the second half. That's good for the Buffaloes, I think. They have to face a little adversity before heading to the second round of the playoffs. Kickoff for Mullen, this one a traditional onside. It gets in between the Two guys at the front, but Hubbard able to drift back and recover that football at the 29 with 9.57 remaining in the third quarter. So Mullen not lining up like an onside kick. So Elm Creek had their traditional return unit out. And that first one might have, on on second thought, been an onside that he just kicked too hard. This one was executed well, but Elm Creek able to drift back and get the football. Single back set, toss to the left. Here's Erickson behind the good block uh, shown by Jackson Smith, able to run for a first down 12 yards on the left side and into Mullen territory at the 38. Erickson, his fifth carry. The senior came into today with 86 carries, second on the team behind Jackson Smith, but top in the team in yardage at 732, averaging eight and a half yards per tote and ninety-one and a half yards per game. Tonight, Jackson Smith, who has only gotten he's only gotten two carries, came into today with 90 on the season. Instead, it's been uh, Erickson the feature back. They'll hand off again. This time Erickson nowhere to go. (laughs) Isaac Welch, 285 pound senior, clogged up the middle and demolished the ball carrier. Erickson, no gain. Second down and 10 for the Buffaloes. They scored on all but two possessions in the first half. One, they got a safety against them. The other, halftime. Toss to the short back, it's Erickson. Cuts inside, finds some space, dips past one defender and brought down from behind, kept his legs churning into the red zone to the 17-yard line and a gain of 21 on the simple toss. Eli Paxton eventually able to corral the standout back for the Buffaloes. Lined up at fullback was a short toss to him, had a good block but made the most of a small crease. I'm really impressed by Erickson. He runs strong, has great speed, knows how to break tackles, and also juke past defenders. That's pretty much the perfect package. First and 10 from the 17. Fake the toss to Erickson. Now following his block is Bo Nap. Strong tackle made at the waist at the 20 by Paxton. Make that at the 10 by Paxton. A gain of 7, but a penalty flag sits on the left hash at the 14, and it's on Elm Creek holding the call, so the Buffalo's seven-yard rush on first down is negated. Well, penalties have piled up some for Elm Creek. Nothing super alarming, but to take note of if you're Coach Rhody. They did have 20 yards on one kickoff, a false start and also a personal foul on the tackle. First and 17 after the penalty. Set the 24 of Mullen and handoff. Erickson fighting for space along the right side, able to make his own room, carrying defenders on his back to the 11-yard line. 13 hard-fought yards for Carter Erickson, who continues to move the football downfield for Elm Creek. The Buffaloes lead the Broncos 38-8 midway through the third quarter. It was 38-2 at half, but Mullen recovered the opening kickoff and marched it in for a score, thanks to their quarterback Chase Gracie's legs. Right now it's second and four for Elm Creek from the 11. Toss, right side, Erickson puts his foot in the grass, reverses course, fights his way through the line of scrimmage into the second level where he's spun to the ground at the four. Seven yards on second down for Erickson, setting up first down and goal. This is the Carter Erickson drive. That's his fifth carry this possession. Drive that started at the 29. He has had the ball every play. Will he get the carry here on a goal to si- goal, goal to go situation? No wideouts, one short back, it's Erickson. They motion uh, Smith to the right, give to Erickson, breaks one tackle in the backfield, then stacked up at the five. Tackle made by Chase Gracie of Mullen and a loss of a yard for Erickson. Make that a loss of two yards back to the six, and he's adjusting his left knee pad. Oh, they gave him the four. Generous spot. He was stacked up at the six. Not a loss of two. It is no game. So second and goal from the four for Elm Creek. Leading by 30, trying to move it to a running clock with six minutes to play in the third quarter. I-formation. Deep back is Smith. Fullback is Erickson. The give is to Smith behind a block from Erickson and able to walk on in for six points. Four-yard carry for Smith. That's his first touchdown of the day on his third carry. And it brings the lead Up to 36 points for Elm Creek, pending the point after try. They're lining up for the try, but have spun away for a couple of two-point conversions from this set. Snap back, hold down, kick up, and it's through. So they've been able to get it to go perfectly both ways. Hubbard on the point afters and great, make that uh, nap on the two point tries. They've been perfect on all of them. 45 to 8, Elm Creek in front of Mullen. With 5.54 left in the third quarter on ESPN Tri-City.
9: No one knows farming and ranching better than Farm Bureau. Our companies were founded more than 80 years ago to serve farmers and ranchers. Today, we're the number one ag insurer in our territory, delivering smarter insurance for agriculture. Contact me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent in Carney. I can help you get customized, comprehensive coverage. Call 308-234-2222 and schedule your personalized on-site super check today.
3: Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agriculture Insurance Company, securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services.
2: Michael Shively with you in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need them, they'll be there. Elm Creek 45, Mullen 8, the number five seed Buffaloes leading the 12 seed Broncos with ease here in the second half. It's the Halloween theme plays over the speakers at the Elm Creek Park. Dylan Carr to kick off. It is getting towards spooky season, isn't it? And uh, Mullen will be seeing Elm Creek in their nightmares, and Josh Rohde will be seeing offsides calls in his nightmares. That's another offsides against this Elm Creek kicking unit, so they'll move it back five yards and kick from the 25. Be sure to tune in for our Friday night scoreboard show, record scratch. 30, Thursday night scoreboard show. That's right. We are having an abbreviated scoreboard show tonight. That's at 10 o'clock, and it's brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. Tune in for that, ESPN Tri-Cities. 45-8, to 8, Elm Creek leads. Good kick by uh, Dylan Carr, taken from the 8-yard line by Gracie, trying to stay inbounds. Can't sidestep the tackler at the 23. That's where this Mullen possession is will begin. So Grant Tye will be in studio bringing you all the scores from the first round of eight-man playoffs today. Looking forward to hearing from him on the Thursday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. And we'll get reports uh, from Mike Will, who's in Kennesaw, Doug Duda, who's in Grant for Ravenna versus Perkins County. I'll have a recap of this game here in Elm Creek as well. Gracie under center in the I formation for first and 10. Gives it to the end, who dives forward along the right side for a decent gain on first down. That's Alex Werner working his way for five yards. Good design on that play. We'd seen the fullback handoff, the running back handoff, toss plays to both. We'd seen the option, but this time the end moves around from the left side, gets the handoff, and dives forward along the right side of the offensive line for five. Back to the eye, on the right hash, run into the fullback there, Gracie and Paxton ran into each other, Paxton gets the ball, and he's pounced on at the line of scrimmage by Carter Erickson, and no game. So third down and five on the give to Eli Paxton. Mullins' offense Didn't really have anything going at any point in this game. They did score last drive, and thanks partly to getting the ball at the 22 of Elm Creek after the recovered kickoff. They were able to go that 22 yards. Thanks to Chase Gracie on an 18-yard carry and then a 2-yard carry. Gracie's in the shotgun with the back on either side for third and five. Patiently waiting along the right side to run. Burst free on the outside and spun out of bounds. A late hit penalty coming in against Erickson here. The ball spotted at the 36. That's good for an 8-yard pickup, but you can probably add another 15 on top of it if it is indeed a personal foul penalty. Gracie is taking it into his own hands here. Yeah, it is personal foul, late hit on Erickson so the Buffaloes penalties are stacking up I neglected to keep tally of them but it has to be in the area of seven or even eight penalties in this game so if you are coach Rhodey and looking for something to harp on your team about this week uh, following what is shaping up to be a dominant first round playoff victory but maybe it is penalties has given Mullen the football at the 29 of Elm Creek. First and 10. Shotgun set. Drop back to throw. Gracie on the slant route off of the hands of Jacob Walker, incomplete. Well-run route, good delivered football, just couldn't squeeze it. The clock does not stop on the incompletion because Elm Creek's lead is in excess of 35. When that's the case in the second half in Nebraska high school football, the clock starts to churn, and that's... What's happening here? Ticking to 320 remaining in the quarter and continuing to count. Halloween theme among the cheerleaders and the band today here at Elm Creek. Two wide left, one to the right. Paxton motions. The snap is knee high. Running to his left is Gracie and runs into a strong linebacker. Coming up to make the stop, it is again Erickson. Joined shortly after by Nick Brummels after a two-yard gain. Gracie didn't carry the ball the first two drives in this game for Mullen, but since has 13 carries, the most on the team. French had 11 first-half carries for 47 yards. Nothing given to him this half. Paxton has been unable to shake free for the big play. Through the air, you have the 16-yard pickup to Paxton, but Mullen's lacking explosion on offense and credit Elm Creek's defense. Pressure on the quarterback. They've filled the running gaps and haven't allowed Mullen to do anything. Timeout taken on the field. 211 remaining third quarter. It didn't motion which side I believe. It's a timeout by Mullen. We'll step a shot aside for a short moment and be back with more Class D2 playoff football here on ESPN Tri-City.
11: CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Doverton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
2: 45-8 the score. Elm Creek the 5 seed on top of the... 12-seed Mullen with two eleven remaining in the third. I'm Michael Shively here in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. Broncos coming out of the timeout. Seeing Deacon Denayer, the senior offensive lineman, slap his hands rather aggressively, uh, uh, showing some frustration of what uh, is likely to be his final high school football game. Is not going the way that the Broncos envisioned. Meanwhile, Elm Creek 0-8 last season, you could chalk this up as the best turnaround in high school football in Nebraska this year. 7-1, and one, poised to go to 8-1 and one with a route of the 12 seed to start out the playoffs. Throw to the left side and perfect tackle. Colton Kenning, the junior linebacker, comes on in to wrap up Alex Werner. Not sure he had any gain from from the 27 to the 26. We'll give him a yard. Werner, the freshman running back, was split out wide. They faked it to the right, then came back on a little wide receiver screen pass. And credit the Elm Creek defense. They were right there. Good play. Offense staying out for fourth down and eight from the Elm Creek 27. Out of the shotgun. They motion the ends to the wide receiver spot, dropping back as the penalty flag flies. Throw is to the right, it's caught for a first down on the outright route to Eli Paxton. Might have been an illegal motion on uh, Alex Werner, lined up at ends and then motioned off of the line. So I don't know if he got back to the line, I'm not sure the motion worked in the first place. It is against Mullen. They all start, what's the call, but a procedure violation there against Mullen. So that negates the first down pass play on fourth. Makes it uh, now fourth down and 11, maybe 12. And we'll give him fourth down and 12 from the 31 of Elm Creek. Head referee takes a tumble backwards. Justin French helps him back up. And now already the clock and will resume at 1 remaining third quarter snap back to Gracie he's getting pressured right away and goes down screaming around the edge was Quintana and he was finished off up the middle that was Dylan Carr doing the honors but Quintana the one that got the initial rush and a sack of chase Gracie a loss of four and a turnover on downs by that Mullen offense. That's their fourth turnover on downs on the game. This one coming at the 36-yard line with one minute left in the third quarter. 45-8, Elm Creek leads Mullen. They're going to advance to the second round of the Class D2 playoffs. Walk their way up to the line of scrimmage. Eye formation, the quarterback, Bo Knapp, hands off. Jackson Smith bounces the play to the outside, didn't have anywhere to go, spun to the ground by Eli Paxton just 2 yards on the give to Smith. 30 seconds left on the on the uh, in the half or in the quarter, excuse me. Elm Creek does not have to snap it if they don't choose to. They're lining up in the shotgun, the team in navy, yellow and white good-looking unis, appear to be pretty new. Penalty flag flies as Knapp runs to the right side, just a sprint quarterback carry from the left hash to the right sideline. Runs up to the 43, but what is the penalty with 1.4 seconds left in the half? Pardon me, the quarter. It is a chop block uh, called against Elm Creek. So that is another Buffalo penalty and this one will be significant walking the football back from the 37 to the 26 so it costs Elm Creek 11 yards final one second ticks off the clock. It's 45-8. to Elm Creek coasting to the second round of the playoffs over Mullen. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN Tri-Cities.
12: Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle during this Wild West used car market? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each of them going through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory trained technicians. Add to that a free Carfax report along with a nationwide warranty that's backed by over 100 years of experience from the big blue oval. Experience the difference right here at home and join our family at Hastings Ford Lincoln.
5: Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef.
2: Today's broadcast is brought to you by Currency. Currency makes financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more. Visit gocurrency.com for details. Elm Creek football to start quarter number four, second down and 20 from their own 26, leading 45-8. to Drop back pass, slung to the left side, incomplete, It was secured, it was nearly secured by Hubbard. He had it in his hands, and the ball's momentum stopped, then somehow it just fell out loose and to the ground. Incompletion on the throw by Knapp. Uh, It's a tough play a little bit there when you're sprinting on the out route, Hubbard, and then trying to spin his body forward to try to survey the defense and run up. Just couldn't hold on to the football. Brings up third down and about 20 for Elm Creek. A third and 18. Swing pass, left side, one-hand catch, Erickson. Erickson behind some blockers, bust to the outside, switches the ball to the left hand, runs through a pair of tacklers and fights the football into Mullen territory at the 38. So that's a a 16-yard pickup through the air to Carter Erickson, and it sets up fourth down and a about three and in Mullen territory you don't punt here so expecting to see the Buffaloes go to it a minute 15 seconds into the fourth leading by 37 and they do send uh, Bo Knapp into the shotgun with Erickson to his right two receivers to the right and an end to the left Four-man rush from the Broncos, swing pass right side. Erickson jukes past one defender, finds the sideline, and he's gone. But wait, there's two penalty flags. Might have been helped out uh, by an illegal block by Isaiah Quintana. They'll ring the bells anyways. (laughs) And and some other fans yelling at the cheerleaders saying, don't ring it, this one's coming back. It is a penalty against Elm Creek. So that negates the touchdown on fourth down. See if it's just a plain hold. Yes, it is. A hold against Elm Creek. It was in the area of Quintana. So that moves them back uh, uh, just short. So 10 yards from the spot. So it'll be fourth down and about two instead of three. The ball at the 37 of Mullen. 10-15 10-15 to go in the game, leading by 38, but going for it here on fourth and a couple. Strong eye formation, tossed to the left, and tripped up but kept on his feet. And another house call. It is. It broke the final tackle. Carter Erickson. Stumbled in the backfield. It looked like he would fall down for a loss. He maintained his footing on this grass surface and then sprinted the rest of the way, applied a stiff arm, and then nearly got caught but did withstand a diving, lunging tackle from Mullen to burst in for the score. Oh, man, good football player. We'll give him a 36-yard touchdown run. So Erickson, another touchdown. The extra point is up and true. So another PAT handled by Hubbard after the Erickson touchdown jaunt on fourth down. 9.54 remaining in the game. It's 52-8 Elm Creek in front of Mullen on ESPN Tri-City.
5: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle.
2: Another touchdown for Elm Creek, and again it's Carter Erickson doing the honors to make it fifty-two to eight. Nine fifty-four remaining in the game. Making a making a uh, a bid here. <laughs> I think they thought I was the PA there. The young gentleman came up to tell me it's the fourth quarter. Uh, contrary to popular belief, we are on the radio. Uh, And hopefully, I was getting the quarter right. It is fourth quarter. 52 to 8 the score. 9.54 remaining. As I was saying, Erickson might be making a bid. You you could give him a vote for ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month. Low angled kick here taken from the 7. Here's Mullen returning. It's Gracie to the 20, 22-yard line. Knocked out there by Trent Watkins. Your ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Log on to ESPNTricities.com, or ESPNSuperstation.com, excuse me. That's where you can nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month, one boy, one girl winner, listed on ESPNSuperstation.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. 9.20 and ticking, this running clock of a fourth quarter. First round of the Class D2 playoffs. They have the east-west bracket still in that first round. 16 teams either side. This is five versus 12. Shotgun sets, and it's a sweep motion toss, and then reverse to the left, and some head of steam there gathered by Justin French, able to show off why the sophomore got the start at running back. Sprints along the left sideline for 11 yards, and that moves the sticks. Nice design on that play, it was jet motion and the uh, short toss to the wide out running from left to right, then handed off to French reversing to the left for 11. I formation from their own 33, Mullen gives French left side behind a big hole, able to run for about 11. Colton Kinney made the stop, Consecutive 11-yard runs for French. Well, some reserves out there for Elm Creek. You look at uh, Beckham Lewis, a junior, is on the field. i uh, not going to be able to name everybody here, but a couple starters on the bench. A couple of starters still out there. First and 10 for Mullen in Elm Creek territory, trailing By 44, play action, Gracie drops back, he's in the pocket, throws off his back foot into coverage, and it's picked off Cade Sint, his second INT of the game. It was thrown over the head of the wide receiver because pressure got home to the quarterback, Gracie, he threw it too high, too far, and Cade Sint was there to pick him off for the second time this game. Excellent effort by Cade Sint defensively this evening, and it sets up Elm Creek with the football. Seven minutes and 15 seconds left in the game at their own 20. And it's 52-8 to eight Buffaloes. See how the Coach Rohde in his second year elects to handle fourth quarter blowout status. I-formation still has Knapp out there under center. Out of the eye, a handoff, and good job by the Bronco defense to corral the ball carrier for a yard. They'll unstack the pile, see who escapes from it. That was Jackson Smith. Got just a yard. Second and nine. Sun starting to set to our west, casting a beautiful glow upon the football field here at Elm Creek City Park. Toss to the left side, looking for space, cutting it upfield, Isaiah Quintana, and Quintana gets three yards before he's stacked up at the 24. Good initial cut by Quintana, who has three solid runs today, one for a two-yard touchdown, one on a 30-yard reverse, and this one for a few. Third down and six, field illuminated by the lights. Still a lot of kids out uh, playing in the jungle gym and swing set and also playing some pickup football in the outfield of the baseball complex here, love to see it. Bo Knapp, hands off out of the shotgun, left side churning his legs, fighting for room, can't find any, that's Jackson Smith. Uh, he got a yard or two, just one, and it's fourth down and five for Elm Creek. Well, this would be the first punt if they choose to punt it. They were sacked in the end zone for a safety in the first half and also didn't score on a possession because time ran out in the first half. So here is the first punt for Elm Creek. And after the three and out, a booming, spiraling kick that takes a hop all the way into the end zone. And, yeah, you can't return it from there. Just took a second for the referee to pull the play dead. But it bounces in for a touchback. Terrific punt by Bo Knapp. And the ball swings over to Mullen. 4.55 remaining in the game. The Buffaloes are going to advance. But wait, a flag, a false start. And they could make him punt again. And I think that's what's going to happen here. So the Buffaloes missed the playoffs last year after that 0-8 injury-plagued campaign. Back in the playoffs this year and on to the round of 16. Elm Creek, a program proud in football tradition. This is their 20th trip to the state playoffs. Mullen with two guys back, one standing at the 40, one at the 17. So a short up back. Hoping to apply a block here. He doesn't do it. And it takes a nice bounce back to Gracie. Dips past two defenders. Initially thought he was going to get lit up. Able to sidestep it to the 20. So Mullen will get this football at the 20 to, end, to start this drive with 4.26 to play. Oh, another penalty. My goodness gracious. Has to be double figures now for Elm Creek if this is on the Buffaloes. Personal foul. I, I didn't know what that motion was, but a personal foul penalty pointing the way of Mullen. So this time it is on Mullen. What will that do to the football? will likely move it back deeper into their own territory from the 20. So Elm Creek, they uh, had a, a nice run going in terms of a streak to make the playoffs. Had made it every year 2011 through 2019 was in the playoffs every season. Actually through 2020, excuse me. Every season until last year, 2011 to 2020. Made it to the third round. That's the quarterfinals. And a timeout taken with 4.23 to go. We'll keep it here on ESPN Tri-Cities. It's a 46-point cushion for Elm Creek, the 5-seed leading the 12-seed Mullen with 4.23 to go. Talking about the Buffalo's playoff history. Beat Hitchcock County and Nebraska Christian back in 2020 before losing to Cross County in the quarterfinals. Elm Creek hoping to make a return trip to the quarters. That would mean they win next week on Friday. But uh, really impressive to see. I mean, they've missed now only two trips to the playoffs since 2004. Didn't make it in 2010 or 2021 otherwise every year dating back to 2004 what an excellent program here just to the west of Kearney no oh, Mullen they've been awfully busy in the playoffs as well haven't been able to make a deep run now in a couple of years after getting to the state championship game it was uh, back in 2018 Mullen football, they're running along the left side, and a good gainer up to the 25, Paxton on the carry. He gets 15. Move the sticks for the Broncos. Mullen, this is their 31st trip to the playoffs, champions in 1990, 98, and 2003, runners-up in 2004 and 2018 when they jumped out to a big lead against Johnson Brock, but uh, led by... Future Husker, current Husker Ty Han, The Eagles of Johnson Brock were able to win that 156 26. Caden Glenn, also a star on that team. Toss play left side. And Paxton able to lunge forward for about four on first down. Backup quarterback in the game for Mullen it's Jalen Forson. A 150-pound ninth grader getting snaps as the clock winds to 320 to go in this 52-8 contest. So two really proud programs, butting heads here in the first round. Mullen, if you just joined us in the second half, talked about this in the first half, they're not at full strength, and I think uh, it's reflected in that score currently. Toss to the right, and three Elm Creek players there to bring him down, including Garrett Trampy, the junior and uh, ball carried by Alex Werner there for about six. And Mullen uh, without their top tackler and Luke Durfee, he's also their third leading rusher and starts on that side of offensive side of the football too. Really missing the junior today, also some depth, uh, a freshman in Tate Quanvig, Not available. Fake the toss. Looking to throw to the right side. It's caught. Nice grab for Jacob Walker. Catches the pass from Jalen Forsen for nine yards. And big round of applause from some of the Mullen folks. Oh, that's the Elm Creek fans. Happy about whoever it was that made the tackle. Halloween night uh, or Halloween theme, costume theme. Uh, glancing at the cheerleaders, we have a butterfly, a Hawaiian shirt, a uh, two dinosaurs, a construction worker, someone wearing flannel, and uh, can't tell uh, what the dress is for the other cheerleader. Handoff up the middle, and a strong run for Werner. Alex Werner to the 29-yard line. That's a gain of nine. Tackle Made on the play by Rayburn. Rayburn, Joel Rayburn, the senior safety. 28-yard line of Elm Creek here. Mullen driving with 118 to play. In a 52-8 ball game, Elm Creek will be advancing to the round of 16. Another give, this time on, on the toss to Werner. He navigates for 8 to the 21. Alex Werner getting some late production on the ground for Mullen. Well, make their yard totals look a little bit better, but this game was a one-sided Elm Creek impressing. I-formation for second down and two with 45 seconds left. Toss to Werner. He's hitting the backfield and brought down. Garrett Trampy leading the stop for no gain. Be sure to stick around. We do have post game coming up. Hoping to have a conversation with Josh Rohde. We'll check your playoff football s- scoreboard and, and look ahead a little bit to the next round of the playoffs. I can't guarantee seating or anything like that, but it can give you a little bit of an idea. I formation. Final snap of the game. Handoff, left side, big hole. And running through it for a nice game to the 13 is Werner. That's seven yards and the clock uh, will tick away to zero. They're joining hands here in Elm Creek in the band. They're about to sing their team on to the second round. Elm Creek gets a dominant victory. The Buffaloes take down Mullen 52-8. to The five seed impresses Improves to 8-1 and one and ends the 12-seed season at 4-5. and five. Stick around. We have your New West sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show on the other side, a conversation with Josh Rohde. Look at your scores, final statistics, and a look ahead. That's all coming up on ESPN Tri-Cities.
14: Pioneer with you from the word go. See Impact Seed.
13: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308 236 9951. Thanks, girl.
4: 24 hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where.
13: 308 236 9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair.
5: This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek.
2: Michael Shively back with you uh, here in Elm Creek. We enter the post-game show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment now. 52-8 the final score. Elm Creek takes down Mullen in this battle of 5 versus 12 in the west side of the class D2 bracket. Excited that uh, we had this game tonight and uh, if you're an Elk Creek fan, you're quite excited by the Buffalo's showing today. They really impressed. We're going to talk about it with coach Josh Rohde. We'll have some final stats coming your way for, coming your way soon, but uh, first we're Going to head and check around some other scores to make some uh, log adjustments here. All right, checking that scoreboard, Class D1. This is in the fourth quarter, number one, North Platte, St. Patrick's, 49-24 to over number 16, Elkhorn Valley. Good job from the team from Tilden to give them a little bit of a test there in D1. Also in the fourth quarter class D1 uh, number 8 Summerland 20 to 14 over number 9 Bridgeport great game there in Northeast Nebraska. Number 13 Sandy Creek pulls off the upset over number 4 Sandhills Valley, hand- handing Sandhills Valley just its second loss of the season. Sandy Creek gets it done 24 to 18. Number 3 Neely Oakdale drops a 70 spot on number 14 Cambridge 70 to 22 the final at half number 6 Nebraska Christian leading number 11 Alma 24 to 8 EMF is the 9 seed and they're on top of number 8 Heartland, 12 nothing in the first quarter at halftime number 6 Elmwood Murdoch 32 to 6 over number 11 Plainview in class D2 Dundee County Stratton the 4 seed tops number 13 Axtell, 42 to 8 Number three, Ainsworth, gets the victory over number 14, Loomis, 64-20. Number nine, South Loop, dominating the defending state champion, Kennesaw, who's the eighth seed, 34-6. Well, it's a minor upset in terms of seeding, but a huge upset if you consider that they're the defending champs. Great effort by the folks at South Loop. Uh, looking down the line, Central Valley, the sixth seed ahead of number 11 St. Mary's, 16 0 first quarter. Finals in D2, number 8 Humphrey St. Francis defeats number 9 Fall City Sacred Heart, 64 to 12. Number 5, Johnson Brock upends number 12 Wausau, 58 22. Number 4, Bloom, Bloomfield owning number 13 Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family, 66 0. Number 3, Bruning Davenport Chickley, 38 zip over number 14. Nebraska Lutheran, that game at half, uh, eight to eight between number six, Osceola, and number 11, Fullerton. Lord Central Catholic, uh, oh, they were in it early, did not stick around. Number seven, Lawrence Nelson, winners over number 10, Lords, 54 to 16. So that's a look at other scores around high school football right now. We'll step aside, have your final statistics coming up soon following this Elm Creek victory over Mullen on ESPN Tri-Cities.
5: This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek.
7: Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank.
10: Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license
11: 60DB0-54873. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Doverton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
2: Michael Scheinfle with you here in Elm Creek in your New West sports medicine and orthopedic surgery post game show running through final numbers in a 52-8 Elm Creek over Mullen showing the five seed really dominating here tonight. And let's check out their yardage. Carter Erickson finishes with 10 carries for 172 yards. And had a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and another rushing touchdown. Three total for Erickson. Bo Knapp was effective on the ground. He didn't need to run in the second half after picking up 87 yards on nine carries in the first half. Isaiah Quintana had some good run room as well. Three carries for him for 35 yards. And Jackson Smith had six carries for 11 yards. That tallies up to 305 rushing yards for Elm Creek. Through the air, Bo Knapp was looking pretty good. Completed a couple passes to Carter Erickson for 54 yards and one to Trent Watkins for 19. That was the big one on the first drive that set up the opening touchdown. 73 passing yards. That does not take into account at least three Yeah, three two-point conversion passes that were completed to Trent Watkins. Those don't count for yardage but do count for style. So good effort through the air. 73 passing yards for Bo Knapp, 378 total yards for Elm Creek. On the Mullen side of things, uh, uh, they did get some running room out there. Uh, Chase Gracie, 14 carries, 41 yards. Alex Werner had... uh, Eight carries for 54 yards, most of those coming in the fourth quarter. Justin French with 13 carries for 69 yards, and Eli Paxton 10 for 21. Add that up, and it's a buck 85 on the ground for Mullen. Through the air, Chase Gracie had some difficulty, but did find some completions. Three of them to Justin French for 15. One to Eli Paxton for 16. Jacob Walker had a nine-yard grab, and Werner had a catch for a yard. That's 41 through the air, 226 total yards for the Mullen Broncos. And uh, that only ended up being eight points. They did have a couple of uh, penalty flags go against them, or excuse me, turnovers go against them. An interception thrown, or both interceptions thrown to Cade Sint by uh, Chase Gracie. So that's a look at the stats in the final of 52-8. to eight. Stick around. We do have a conversation with Coach Rohde coming up just after this short break. You're listening to the... Uh New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show on ESPN Tri-City.
12: Looking for your next vehicle? With the ongoing inventory shortage and unpredictable markets, look to your local family-owned dealership at Hastings Ford Lincoln for guidance and reassurance. We're the same dealership that made a bold commitment to not sell any of our new vehicles over MSRP when prices started to rise over three years ago. A commitment which we proudly continue to honor still to this day. Many things may have changed since then, but rest assured that our values and commitments Have not. Join our family at Hastings Fort Lincoln.
5: Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals new west sports medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems monday through friday 8 to 4. no appointments necessary most major insurance is accepted call 308-865-2570 for more information new west sports medicine and orthopedic surgery's new rapid care clinic
2: we're back here on ESPN Tri Cities following a convincing Elm Creek victory over Mullen in the first round of the playoffs. The five-seed Buffaloes are on to the second round after a year absence from that point in the playoffs. Happy to have Coach Josh Rohde with me now, Coach. Uh, we were just chatting that this was a complete showing. What'd you like from your group out there tonight?
6: Yeah, absolutely. Like I was telling you, we haven't had a complete game in a while. It seemed like if the offense is rolling, the defense is lagging. If the defense is on the offense is like so this was the first time in a handful of weeks that both sides of the ball executed really well
2: and so uh, looking on that offensive side uh, i was especially impressed uh, by your quarterback and your other top back in carter erickson uh, starting things off uh, carter he's just a big play threat that second possession it, It almost felt like it ended there when he ran it 68 yards on the first play to to score. His dynamic
6: playmaking just changes how things work. Absolutely. And I thought the offensive line blocked really well tonight. But then, you know, you throw Carter Erickson there, even if they block great, someone gets a hand on him. He just does a great job of keeping his legs moving, you know, making those explosive plays. So, yeah, he's a heck of a weapon to have
2: defensively your team rallied to the football really well didn't allow any big plays throughout really the whole game then had a couple big plays themselves the two picks by Cade cinch what was great about that side of the football
6: yeah and they really did a good job of swarming the ball Um, there's a few times where we kind of got a little lax on tackles but when guys are swarming the ball and we always tell them this you know you can come clean that stuff up so I was really happy the D line played well linebackers flowed well yeah, I was really happy with how the defense played overall. Now
2: I got to ask you about uh, special teams, uh, specifically going for two. Uh, there were a couple times where uh, Knapp was able to, to wheel out after getting that hold. Uh, what do you, How do you decide what you're doing if you're kicking the extra point, which also went really well tonight, or if you're going for it?
6: Well, Shea Hubbard had done a good job kicking extra points, and we liked that. We knew he had the option of, you know, getting a few extra points in, and then just what Coach Schwartz and Coach Stone—they do a fantastic job of preparation. What they saw on film, knew we would have that. A bow on the out and uh, hit Trent Watkins. But um, yeah, for the most part, kind of depends on how everything's going. If <laughs> we're not converting two-point conversions, we're gonna try to kick extra point. If our extra points aren't on. We'll try to go for two-point conversions, but it's nice to have both options if one's not yeah, working. Yeah, no kidding. You know, the
2: well, they're both on tonight. You didn't miss an extra point, and you got all the ones that you went yeah, for two yeah. on, so that worked out to, uh, to the tune of a big victory. Now you get to ride that momentum into next week. We don't know yet who you're going to play on Friday, but we know it'll likely be a tough opponent. What does the focus need to be for this team leading into that game?
6: Yeah, Absolutely. It's just going to get harder and harder from here, but... It's a great start. We'll enjoy the win tonight, and then tomorrow it's back to work. We'll know who our opponent is and then get in the film room, fix everything from this game, and then start working on the next opponent.
2: Great stuff, Coach. Best of luck here in the next round. Awesome. Thank you. That's Josh Rohde, head coach for Elm Creek. His Buffaloes get that victory big time over Mullen. They improved to 8-1 and one on the season and are on to the next round of the playoffs. Well, we're not going to do a bunch of prognosticating and, and say, here's who they're going to play next round. What I can tell you is coming into tonight, Elm Creek was 11th in wildcard points. So far, nobody above them has lost, so it's unlikely that they're going to, to shoot up any higher. They were Tied with Central Valley, as a matter of fact, at 42.625. But that tiebreaker situation is not going to change. So uh, Elm Creek is the 11 right now. And uh, I'm going to wager that they'll probably stay at least close to that mark heading into this uh, next round of 16 matchup. Uh, So Elm Creek is poised by that logic then to be hitting the road it's likely that they'll have to travel to face whoever they play in the round of 16. 52 to 8 the final here tonight it's Elm Creek getting the victory over Mullen and just a, a phenomenal game for the home team a uh, really fun way to to start off the eight-man playoffs to get to get this local team playing really good football Thanks so much to all of our sponsors who make our broadcast possible. Thank you to both coaches for taking time in the pregame and Coach Rohde in the postgame. Thanks so much to uh, everyone who listens to help make this possible. Hopefully we were entertaining. It's a... Elm Creek improving to 8-1, and one, and Mullen ending its season at 4-5. and five. We'll be back at it with high school football tomorrow night. Across our family of networks, we have Adams Central against Fairbury, Hastings St. Cecilia against Donovan Trumbull, and Carney Catholic against Gibbon. So tune in to all your different news channel Nebraska Central Region stations to get the best high school football coverage in the area. I'm Michael Shively signing off from Elm Creek. Have a wonderful rest of your evening.